Hi, everyone. This is the Bad Girl's Guide to Love with Dr. Ayo. I'm your host, Dr. Ayo Gathing. I'm a board-certified psychiatrist, best-selling author, and a health and relationship expert. I am here to liberate you from your boring-ass love life. Lose the good girl and unleash your inner bad girl to finally find love and get the relationship you deserve. Hello, bad girls. Welcome to another episode of Bad Girls Guide to Love. I'm your host, Dr. Io, and I'm here to get into it with you today. So unless you've been living under a rock or something, I know you have heard some of these latest celebrity relationship scandals. I mean, Offset has been repeatedly accused of cheating on Cardi B. Emily and Fabulous have gotten physical to the point where she's accused him of knocking her teeth out. And just recently, Khloe Kardashian's baby's father, Tristan Thompson, has been exposed as cheating days before she went into labor. With all of these relationship blunders and blow-ups playing out before our very eyes, really, we're left to wonder, at what point do these ladies leave? Like, is it, is it time for them to walk away? And what, you know, have we not seen? What are they dealing with behind closed doors that just hasn't been made public or, or exposed, you know, in the media and tabloids? And it's very important that you, you know, take some lessons from these situations and assess your own relationship status and priorities, you know, at any point in time and not just to wait till some tragedy or scandal occurs for you. You don't want to wait to be embarrassed in these streets or used and abused before you take responsibility for how things are playing out in your own relationship and in your own life. So you have to know when to walk away from a toxic relationship. And I wish I could say that all of my relationships have gone smoothly, but I am the first, of course, to admit that I've been in some pretty shady situations. I've been with men that haven't appreciated me, ones that I was doing all the work and all the giving, and ones where I've just been blatantly lied to, you know? And the common denominator, you know, sadly was me. I allowed these behaviors, I chose these men, and I stayed in these situations that weren't healthy for me. And I would love to say that these were all when I was young and inexperienced, but my 30s have definitely seen, you know, some, some drama. Not as much, but it, the, my 30s weren't scot-free. But what I did learn was that I called the shots on how I was treated and who I let be in my life or be with me. You know, I provide the invitations and exits from my relationships. And eventually I've, you know, learned when to roll them and when to fold them, you know? So you too have to know when to walk away from a toxic relationship. But luckily for you, I've lived this, right? And I've studied this. So I've got my personal and professional opinion. So you no longer have to learn by trial and error. You don't have to take this rocky, tortuous road to happiness that me and many others have, you know? Um, you have got me to help you out. So this week, I'm going to give you some tips on how to recognize 
and know when to leave a possibly toxic situation, you know, how to not end up splashed all over the cover of your own personal social media or, you know, be a part of a scandal, you know, in your own life. So one of the first things to recognize is when the trust is gone. So whether your partner is hiding things from you or they've been emotionally unavailable or outright cheating, there are many situations where you might find yourself not being able to trust your partner. You now have urges to go through his phone or things, or you don't know, you know, you don't feel like you're getting the complete story, or you may have even have caught him in lies, you know, and it's very hard to repair that trust once it's lost and once it's been damaged and your faith in your partner and even the relationship might be affected. This leaves you in a bad place and one where love alone cannot fix it. You know, there's so many times, Dr. Ayo, you know, I love him, but I love him. And love is great. And love is a part of the foundation, but it is just not enough. And if you decide you want to stay in and work on things and work on your relationship, then, you know, losing trust or a situation that has happened that has caused your trust to shatter is a situation where you really may need some assistance in getting your relationship back on track. So you might either want to go to a therapist or a counselor, spiritual leader, you know, whatever floats your boat, whatever, you know, you're most comfortable with to aid in things, because this is probably a situation where you need third party involvement. And if you and your partner are not willing to do the work, to build the trust and faith back, even if it's without a therapist or counselor or somebody, whether it's just being open and honest with each other and communicating about things and, you know, talking things through, then this is definitely a situation where it might be time to let it go, you know, as things will just slowly go downhill from there. If you're not working on things and you're not, you know, trying to build your trust back and communicating effectively, then you're really just a ticking time bomb. Okay. The next situation is that there's constant conflict. So conflict itself is unavoidable in a relationship. And honestly, it can actually be healthy. You know, sometimes disagreements help you get to know one another better or see things from, you know, the other person's perspective or even, you know, perpetuate the relationship forward because you can learn from things and you can actually, you know, learn more about the person, about what you want from them. But constant fighting or unresolved conflict can really be malignant to a relationship. If you're not able to communicate effectively or solve your problems in a situation, then you may not really be compatible. Just because you really like someone does not mean that you're a good fit, you know, and communication is the key to a healthy relationship. So if you all aren't able to do this and you're not able to communicate in an effective way when you have problems or when things come up, and you find yourself either hitting below the belt or name calling or, you know, giving ultimatums, it might be time to exit stage left. I mean, this is not healthy. This is not, you know, good for you to stay in because you're not really being fulfilled. All right. Which brings us to the next one, which is when you're in a, so sorry about the sniffing guys, it's allergy season. I don't know where you are in the world, but I'm in Atlanta and this pollen is really getting me. It's really trying me. Okay. So, um, the next situation is when you're not able to grow as a person, 
So one of the worst aspects of being in a toxic relationship is that you will not be able to grow with that person around. You may be stuck emotionally, mentally, and physically due to not being able to focus on yourself and your own future. And this could be from a number of different reasons. I mean, we've talked about cheating before and cheating does, you know, ruin the trust and kind of have you in this perpetual cycle of doubt and insecurity. But there's other reasons you might not be growing. Maybe your partner's jealous of you and your successes and you have to dim your light or feel like you can't shine because you're with them. Or maybe you're so obsessed with keeping the relationship together because you know, you're insecure about the person or they haven't made you feel comfortable with where you are in the relationship or giving you that security, that you're too obsessed to even worry about other things and worry about perpetuating it forward. And, or maybe you're not able to connect with other like-minded people because <laughs> you guys are still either you know, turning up all the time or smoking weed all the time or just you know, not able to really grow. And this is not healthy for you to flourish or thrive. And if your partner's not supportive of you and your interests, you know, I've seen this a lot where, you know, that partner shoots them down or makes it difficult for them to, you know, grow and do new things and explore different sides of themselves. Like, oh no, you know, what's this about? You know, you weren't interested in that when I met you, you know, why are you getting into that now? Or, you know, just kind of putting you in a box and keeping you from you know, exploring all that you could be. And another situation is keeping you from thinking long-term, right? You know, this might be a waste of your time. So you're not growing as an individual. So this relationship might be toxic and not worth it to you. Another thing is if you bring out the worst in each other, and I've seen this so many times with friends and family and patients, it's like, I like this person and I like this person, but when they're together, for some reason, they're just horrible, just a horrible match, a horrible combination. Have you not seen that? You like hook two people up that you really like or enjoy or get along with and all of a sudden they're just horrible. They turn into this really bad combination. Well, that is really common. And I'm a big proponent of compatibility. So I, I have to address this, you know? So, you know, a lot of times you're in a relationship, you're chugging along, but you just are, you know, acting like a totally different person or you're just feeling uncharacteristically, uncharacteristically obsessive or something. And this may be because that person is not right for you. You know, when you're in an intimate relationship, that person can play to your insecurities, you know, play into your obsessions and doubts and, you know, just because you're sharing your life together, this needs to be a person that really tries to, you know, help you and support you and encourage your growth, not tear you down or play into the things that you struggle with. And also your personalities may just not mesh well together. If you're a really big, you know, introvert and the per person wants you to go clubbing all the time or hanging out with the friends all the time, then that might not be right for you. If you're an intellectual and like reading and going to art shows and stuff like that, and your mate, you know, is really more of a person that's not cerebral, then you two might not have much in common. So it really isn't just about insecurity or things like that. It really might just be that you two aren't a good fit. But either way, <laughs> 
if things start to get violent or physical, you definitely have to take a step back because that is when you know, okay, this is too much. This is not right. This is not, you know, who I want to be. And even if that is who you are, it's not who you want to be. That's not your goal. And that person's not helping you become a better person and making you, you know, more stable. And again, love is just not enough. So if you find yourself in this type of scenario where that person either brings out the worst in you or you don't feel like yourself or you're not, you know, able to flourish or you, you know, it might be time to go. Okay, we got a couple more, a couple more here. You go, I want you all to know, you know, when it's time to go. So, you know, there's a lot of different situations. Everybody thought, oh, this is going to be about cheating. No, this isn't about cheating. Cheating itself you know, is not necessarily the only problem you're going to have in a relationship. You know, of course, that's the most salacious <laughs> for this celebrity drama. It's the funnest thing to watch on TMZ or, you know, what Wendy Williams, who I love, you know, but that's not necessarily what's going on behind the scenes. A lot of time cheating is just a symptom of a bigger problem. It's an indication that there's something else going on and something else that's not healthy. Okay, a couple more. So you're constantly sacrificing. So all relationships are give and take, right? But if you find yourself doing all the giving and you're not seeing any reciprocity, you're probably getting taken advantage of. And it's it's often difficult to spot, especially in the beginning when things are super fun and romantic. You know, that honeymoon period where you love everything about the person, you would do anything for them. It's normal then, but once that kind of balloon bursts and you're in your day-to-day life, you have to start really taking accountability for this relationship and make sure that you're giving and receiving. I once dated a guy, we always hung out at his place. I mean, we went on dates and stuff. It wasn't like, you know, Netflix and chill situation, but whenever, you know, it was time to be at someone's spot, like home base, it was always his house. And first the excuse was, oh, he had a dog. So he always had to walk his dog and blah, blah, blah. And I'm, you know, not a huge animal person, but I can respect that. I'm like, okay, you have a dog. But then it was his work schedule. Then, I mean, who knows what? It was always some excuse. And I realized, you know, um, sir, this is not cool. Like, I'm always going out of my way. I'm always the one, you know, making this happen. And so I finally had to call him out. But the point was, he was just selfish. And relationships are about pouring into each other and making sure both people are fulfilled and that both people are not inconvenienced. So do not get stuck in a one-way street where everything is at your expense. And whether that's time or energy or finances, whatever it is, you can't hold a relationship together by yourself. The other person has to give. It just cannot be sustained over time. So watch out for that. And lastly, <laughs> but not least, if the other people in your life are concerned. Okay. Now, another personal story. Like, it seems like whenever I broke up with someone before I met my husband, you know, I would date people or have boyfriends or whatever, and we would break up. My friends and family were always like, oh my God, I'm so glad he's gone. Or thank goodness that ended. And they were just like, all of a sudden, super honest about how they felt. And I was like, dad, why didn't you tell me that while we were together? You know, when I had, you know, time to do something about this. But the point is that they were voicing their opinions, but a lot of situations, 
friends and family are telling you throughout your relationship and they're weighing in. And these are people that you love and respect their opinion. So if they're telling you in a obviously non-messy way and they're really saying, you know, I'm concerned about some of the behaviors I'm seeing or some of these situations and they've noticed some problematic issues, you want to pay attention. Okay. This is a red flag because these people know you well and they love you and they care about you and they don't want to see you hurt and they don't want to see you taken advantage of. And so, you know, if it's that one messy friend who's always got stuff going, of course you might want to take that with a grain of salt. But when it's people that really are genuinely not messy and they, you know, have been faithful to you and been loyal to you. And they're all of a sudden saying, "Uh, girl, you might need to watch this one because I'm just seeing this or there's some pattern. Please do not ignore them. So let me just recap for you. These are, you know, the signs that you might need to leave this toxic, messy situation. If the trust is gone, if there's constant conflict, if you're not being fulfilled or growing as a person, if you're bringing out the worst in each other, if you're constantly sacrificing, or if other people in your life are concerned. All right, now this is my favorite part of the show. What would Dr. Ayo do where I answer your questions or scenarios or just get my opinion on things? And of course, you can get into this section by going to my Instagram, IOGathingMD, Facebook, IOGathingMD. If you know my name, you can find me. So send me your questions. All right, this week, I have a question from Candice. Hi, Dr. Ayo, my name is Candice, and I can't figure out what to do. I've been with my boyfriend for four years and things have been going pretty well for some time. Then about a year ago, I started talking about marriage and the future. And shortly after that, things went downhill. He's going out to party more and seems distant. I also found a number in his wallet, but he said that it was just from someone who handed it to him him, and took it to be nice. I've been putting my life and career on hold as I would have to move for a promotion. And he doesn't want to leave the area. He says he loves me. Love it. He says he loves me, but I'm so confused. What to do? Look, I couldn't even read it without stumbling over it. I'm like, girl. Okay, Candace. I understand why you're confused because, of course, he's sending mixed signals, right? And it's always hard to face a negative reality when you do love someone. And I believe you do love him. And hey, maybe he does love you. But I'm sorry to tell you. But this has become a toxic situation. You are clearly feeling insecure if you were going through his wallet in the first place and boom, found something. And I don't know if you're always going through his stuff or if this was like a one-time thing and you just happened to find something the first time. But either way, you're looking and that shows that you're not trusting. And when you bring up the future, he gave you the runaround and showed you his ass. He regressed. He turned into some kind of frat boy, you know, some kind of child. This man child does not deserve any more of your sacrifices and definitely is not worth holding back on your career success. You have to start taking care of yourself and thinking about you. Focus on pouring into you and being treated with respect because this is not respect. This is not what respect looks like. And actually, I don't think this is what love looks like, but hey, this might be his version of love and your version of love, but hey, this is not healthy. And if you you know, can't have those things with him, it's time to go. Sorry. You know, I just have to let you know this, this may not be the one, you know, and I get it. It's been four years. You've invested, you're loving him, but hey this is not it. And you've got to focus on you and be able to grow, you know, and, and he's holding you back. 
So bad girls, you have to start taking a look at your situation and ensuring that it is a healthy and functional one. No more toxic relationships in your life. You have to know when to walk away. And I've given you some prime examples. They're not all, but it's some. But pay attention. Don't ignore the red flags and get out. That's been this week's episode. Until next time, be bad. That's this week's episode of Bad Girl's Guide to Love with Dr. Ayo. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give me a review on iTunes. For more material and content, you can find me under IOGathingMD on Instagram and Twitter, or head over to my website, www.iogathingmd.com. Don't forget to join me next week for another episode. Until then, be bad.